0: Zach Wild (laughs) right, Welcome back to another meeting of the Order of the Straight Arrow You have myself, Troop Scout Leader Lays with Beef Across from me in the clubhouse today This is the historian, Denim Wall, otherwise known as Smoking Dart
1: And in between the two wall boys, you have myself, I'm Miles, aka Chief
0: Runs with Bins And we have a special guest in the clubhouse today
2: Hi, I'm Nathan Pond, uh, also known as Elder Little Pond And I'm glad to be back
0: Glad to have you back. So, let's kick this meeting off like we do the rest with the straight arrow oath. For those of you in scout uniform, three-finger salute. Those listening at home in civilian clothes, hand over your heart and repeat after the historian. A straight arrow tells the truth. A straight arrow loves nature.
2: A straight arrow always looks her in the eye. (laughs)
1: And his straight arrow is always against Bill H R. Fifty Seven, which would allow the importation of South American propane.
0: Can I get around <laughs> table, We oui, tanya! Oui, ma tanya. Can't
3: believe you made me say
0: that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're a All bad right. man, Nathan <laughs> Pond.
0: All right, what are you drinking on today, Denim? Well, I'm just finishing up my my shark, my tiger shark here, and. Now I' um, got a, another Stanley Park layer up winter wheat ale from this is this comes courtesy from lays with beef that is correct. I finally brought a case of beer uh, and it was a party pack because I was Stanley Park Brewing as well, but this is the hazy pale ale uh it's my first time sipping on it and it goes down quite smooth
1: mm-hmm yeah, it is great, and I have probably the third ranking uh, local brewery that we like to include in the clubhouse but it's just as good. I have the Trash Panda by Parallel 49th, and it's a hazy IPA, and it is nice.
0: i got to say, I think that Trash Panda might be my, like, second favorite. It's I love delicious. Trash Panda. It's really good beer. They're
2: good. They're good. Yeah. Nathan, uh... Nathan, what you drinking on? Oh. <laughs> I'm drinking a Mott's Clamato Caesar again.
0: I noticed that it's not the spicy variety.
2: Yeah, they, they didn't have it. It's not so spicy. Can, can I
3: try to sip of that? Uh,
0: no tongue. It, it, it's
1: soft right, strawberry I lips.
0: <laughs> I need more celery salt. I got some upstairs. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> all right, okay. Line it up. Line it up. All right. So before we uh, continue on with this meeting and get into Little Ponds Ponders, we have to talk about some listener feedback. So we actually have some great listener feedback for uh, this week. I believe Miles wants to take it away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this
1: wasn't necessarily feedback. It's just something I noticed. And this is from a, a friend of ours and a listener named Joe Baker. He's on Instagram at Baked Lab. And he's a, he's based out of Melbourne, Australia. And he's a illustrator. He's got some really cool stuff. And he created um, this design that he's putting on a T-shirt. And it, this design has all these um, animals who are native to Australia. And they're all hugging each other. It says group hug. All proceeds will be donated to... The Wires Wildlife Rescue Organisation, which is a non-profit organisation in Australia, so it's to help with those horrible bushfires that are uh, pillaging the country, the continent as we speak. And uh, I ordered one; it's really cool. Wanted to donate. I also get something in return. It's a uh, it's a good deal.
0: I really like it. I wanted to I wanted to show it to Ali yesterday, but I couldn't find it. So mm-hmm. you're gonna have to send that to me. It's it-
1: cool, and I'm not usually a guy to wear like colorful clothes and shirts like that and stuff like that, but. Uh, I ordered one. I'm going to wear it.
0: Yeah, I really liked the image on it. It looked Mm -hmm. really cool.
1: It's cool. Mm -hmm. So you could find the link in his Instagram profile, and once again, that is at Baked Lab.
0: And we will will share a link uh, somewhere on social media soon as well, so you can find it that way as well. Another bit of listener feedback that we have uh, from this week was – we posted a picture on our Instagram uh, of uh, Polly Shore holding a sign saying, I know Fred. And uh, within the post, I asked if anybody could name where it was from. And uh, it, it was hilarious because, like, right away, the first guy to answer, uh, it was at Downer253. And he said, Limp Biscuit video, probably all for the cookie, which I, <laughs> which I giggled at. Like, and then somebody replied uh, afterwards. Her name was uh, Hail Yourself uh, and just said, break stuff. And Which was right, and I said, you know, oh, very close, nice try, Downer. And he was like, yeah, too close. I feel better about myself for not knowing
4: though. <laughs> which, yeah, uh, he's I better agreed. off. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, thank you for uh, for that. And I also wanted to just give a brief shout-out to the Nintari Wizard, who was really, really kind to us and, and gave a lot of encouraging words on Instagram. So just want to let you know that I see you and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Nintari, I, I, li- I like the name. Yeah, Nintari Wizard. So, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks a lot, guys, and thanks for listening. So without further ado, we'll get into the main event of this podcast, (laughs) which is some episode info from our historian. Yes, this is episode 39 from season three, episode four, entitled Pregnant Paws. That's paws like a dog's paw. Mm -hmm. Uh, It first aired on October 13th, 1998, still on a Tuesday and does anyone want to take a stab at what may have been the number one song in the United States that week?
2: Scrubs? No. This was
1: 1998. 19, October uh, 13, Smash 1998. Mouth All-Star.
0: You're actually really close. Damn. Is Oh, never mind. It, n- <laughs> Bare Naked Ladies <laughs> One Week? Yes! That's <laughs> <laughs> <been.
3: laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. So the title is a reference to the idiom pregnant pause. Uh, A pregnant pause is a pause that builds up suspension in the listener or viewer for a dramatic, especially comedic effect of what follows after the pause. And I think, honestly, like I'm going to start a tally, but in this episode, there's like three instances of pregnant pauses. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing is that like most – Comedy mm-hmm. is relying on that pregnant pause. It's that beat that like subverts expectation. Um it is also this might not be relevant at all, but it's uh, it might also be a reference to Beatus in Butthead episode called Pregnant Pause, which is the actual way you spell it, P-A-U-S-E. That episode's from season five, episode twenty-nine. Aired June 8th, 1995. Written by Mike Judge and Christopher Brown. Directed by Mike Judge and Yvette Kaplan. That's an episode in which Beavis believes that he is pregnant after watching <laughs> something on TV. Then ultimately discovers that he just needed to poop. <laughs> we, we we I showed it to you guys here. It's pretty good. Yeah, there was a music video on it by the band Helmet, which was badass. Yeah. <laughs> And I was thinking during that music video, like all of the jokes uh, that Beavis and Bud had made were actual pregnant pauses because they kept being like, hey, look at look at the expression I make. And then waiting and you expected there to be like a change in the expression, but they're <laughs> just the same
1: stupid faces that yeah.
0: cuts to them. Yeah,
1: what yeah. did he what did he call Grimace?
0: Oh, uh,
2: no. Gro- Grover. 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 <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, man, please go watch that episode. It was yeah, fucking hilarious.
2: It was, it was a good one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it – it sounds like you were looking it up, Dustin, and I guess there's a lot of episodes of a lot of shows yeah, that like, also play off that idiom. Yeah, I think the one that comes to mind was King of Queens had an episode titled Pregnant Pause. Um, I went on IMDb and there's like, I think like three pages of episodes that have been named Pregnant Paws because it is such like a, a literary term that it makes sense for writers to name their episode Pregnant Pause" when there's something to do with pregnancy. pregnancy. Yeah. Hmm. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, the re- episode is written by Jonathan Abel and Glenn Berger. Our boys. Our Kung Fu Panda boys. hmm This is their fifth episode, uh... This is after Westy Side Story, Peggy the Boggle Champ, The Arrowhead, Meet mm-hmm. the Manger Babies, Hank's Dirty Laundry. So they've written a total of 11 episodes together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is directed by Chris Moller. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our second in a row. Mm-hmm. This is his, his second in a row, I should say. He directed six, and this is his third overall. That was the Tripping the Riff guy, right? Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, His previous episodes were Bobby Slam and Peggy's Headache. And I know, like, this is probably obvious uh, to everybody in the room here, but, like, I just was cruising through the IMDb again today and just looking at, you know, all the producers and everybody that worked on the episode. And, like, now that we've gone through, like, almost 40 episodes... We have heard a lot of repeating names and kind of the same people. And it's just nice, like, when I went through and I looked through kind of all the producers, the co-executive producers, the supervising, consultant, blah, blah, blah. It's all the names of directors that we've seen before. Mm -hmm. Like, everybody that has been a director stays on as a producer. Like, mm -hmm. they're all in the writing room, and it's fucking awesome. It is. That's the thing. They all You see them kind of, like, move up the ranks more now. Mm -hmm. Like, some of them, more and more of them are getting, like, producer credits yeah. and, and... I noticed that, like Norm, his Norm Hiscock came to mind. Like Cheryl Holiday, Johnny Hardwick.
1: I mean, we already knew about yeah, Johnny, the, but yeah, it, it familiar names for sure. Cheryl
0: goes on to be a, a producer for pretty much everything. We don't actually discuss the producers for each episode, but maybe we should. I don't know. I mean... We're kind of gone too far now. Totally. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. But... Um, is there no, a director's intro? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> up. Oh, uh, then, uh, how, were you finished? Yep. So, how about a synopsis for this episode? Nathan, want to take it away?
2: Yeah, the synopsis is Hank wants Ladybird to have puppies, but the vet tells him it will be nearly impossible, and Dale becomes a bounty hunter. <laughs> 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 Unrelated. <Yeah>. <laughs> Furthermore,
0: <laughs> sustained. So, before we get into the actual episode, let's go into a segment we like to call Little Ponds Ponders.
2: Okay, thanks for having me. Um, As per usual, I will ask everybody two questions and see who does the best. Alright, who wants to go first? I do. Give me the first one. Alright. Oh no, my mind's a
0: blank. (laughs) <clears throat> I've cleared everything out of my mind except for propane <laughs> where does Dale
2: take the bounty hunter test oh. name the establishment
0: A-1-1 no no
2: no, no, no. <laughs> oh, what like the name of the place is that an is answer that to it? another it's, it's like A-1-1 no that's
0: where he goes afterwards to get the actual bounties not ah. where he does the training is that, is that an answer to another question <laughs> <laughs> no no, <laughs> no? <laughs> Race is furious. It was life. the bonus one. <laughs> can, right. I, can I answer that one? No, get out of here. No, no,
2: no. Move on.
1: Save it.
0: Come on,
2: we're going around right. clockwise. I'll take the next one. Okay, Dustin. How much was it for eight... Hor- oh, wait, I how much... this one. How much was it for eight dog hormone biscuits?
0: It was $26. Yeah, that's correct. Boom, boom. Correct. There are three twenty five each, baby.
2: Woo! All right, Miles. I'll see the it's next expensive one expensive biscuit. I can biscuit.
3: I got that wrong.
2: <laughs> I can what are the, anth- this is the hardest one. <laughs> what are the answers to the ethics exam?
1: A, uh, A, B, A, C.
2: Oh, you got it. Yes. <laughs> now remember what I taught you. <laughs> we don't have much time.
0: <laughs> Can't believe we got that
2: wrong. Denim. Yeah. Here you go. Where was the in vitro fertilization program lady Bird got except to... Except to in. Michigan State. Yes.
1: Nice. Your first yeah, right
2: answer in a few I, months.
0: I studied <laughs> really hard
3: for this one. I can't believe I didn't get that one right.
2: Alright, Dustin. Ready. Okay, what was what was Jimmy or James Jimmy Hellstrom wanted for?
0: <laughs> Overdue parking tickets? Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was an easy one. <laughs> okay, I'll take one. it. This is the easiest one. I can tell
0: you his address. Yeah, I could do.
2: This is the easiest one. Who did Buck Miles? Uh-huh. Who did Buck Strickland replace on the Hill family speed dial button?
1: Peggy's mom. Yeah,
2: <laughs> done. Oh, I felt a bit bad
0: about that one. <laughs> is that it? So me That's and Miles it? are tied for first.
1: We yeah. Is questions. there a bonus? <gasps> no, there's
0: no prize. It's the, prize. the Econo Suites. Oh is yeah, where it's the Econo <laughs> Suites. That's where Dale does his training. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it says welcome bounty hunters on <laughs> it. <Yeah. laughs> Somebody did his homework. Yes, I did. And sober. Yeah, <laughs> I'll come back. I'll come yeah. back next time. This is the Bible. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I had that, too. I didn't I didn't even think of that other one.
2: A- yeah, A-, 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 B- A B A C. Okay. I thought for sure you would. I try not to make it things that like you couldn't realistically notice. Fair enough. Like, what did it say on the billboard where you see it for, like, two seconds? Like, Fair enough. Like, early. the
0: address. But I thought yeah, that you would that. say I the address because that. anybody here could reasonably remember mm-hmm. the address because it's Whistler. 72 it's Whistler. It's 27. Yeah. Whistler, Whistler Terrace. Terrace. Damn it. I would have gotten that one wrong. I thought but
1: there was going to be a Black and Decker question.
0: I did too, yeah. And I I had <laughs> the, I had Hank's license plate written down. Oh, like, my. I had, like, the vet's
2: name. I have <laughs> a few and one of them is like, if something that you can't realistically notice, just yeah. from watching it. I We're
1: don't... trying really hard now. You better start bringing back more reasons.
0: <laughs> yeah, you haven't. You've been pretty light on the on the treats there. Yeah, I still have the dolphin. yeah, the dolphin. Yeah, the right. dolphin it's lives... not rightfully mine, but it lives with me. It lives on our. Uh, it's true. Sound mixer it's mixer board. It's causing feedback. <laughs> is that oh. the culprit? It may be. We are trying at. <laughs> Just so we can address it as we're talking about it, we've tried absolutely everything. Yeah, we've done lots of troubleshooting. We've, we've recorded now with all of our phones and one of our smart watches out of the room. <laughs> we, went, we went as far as to send Nathan back to university. <laughs> yeah. Nathan's now studying this. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we, we are fixed today, but you, you never know. But without further ado, let's get into this episode. So we open cold with Hank cracking a beer and no cold open. Just Hank and the boys sitting around changing his oil because I can't tell if he's bored or it's been 3,000 miles. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, reminding me of the pilot episode, how they're all just standing around it's, Hank's truck. It's also worth noting this is the only scene with Boomhauer. In huh. the whole Yeah, I noticed episode. that too. I'm just noticing that now, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any Boomhauer clips because you're right; he's not in light on at the all. boom. He
2: doesn't even talk at all. He like mumbles he just in the background. When he yes, Lady Bird in the Underpants.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he just kind of because Dale sees London and France. <laughs> <laughs> but I was gonna ask: Is 3,000 miles? How many in that? Is that in K? Five, Four. I think. That's about okay. well right because five is what I was trained after 5,000 K. That's what. That's just what the oil companies want you to think. Oh, dude. you, you can go, like,
1: 70,000 K. <laughs> <Yeah. and> it...
0: <laughs> no, I mean, like, honestly, when I went to automotive school, they were like, it's 8. Uh, you can go to 10 if you want. And, like, but that's probably – but it's, like, it's 8. Well, I'm talking kilometers. I'm right. not going to try and pretend I know what a mile is. But, uh, <laughs> but Yeah. I mean, only nerds change it at 5,000. Yeah, only yeah. nerds. <laughs> Still, only
5: nerds. Yeah. <laughs> <gonna> that. <laughs> I see London. I see France. <laughs> uh-huh. Told you, Hank. London <laughs> and France. Lady Bird, no.
1: <laughs> Hank's like so offended that Ladybird's wearing his old underwear. He doesn't even wear them anymore. But like they're still stored in the house somewhere. <laughs> like throw them out, and she's like got her tail through like the crotch opening. <laughs> yeah,
0: and I like how he tries to take them off. He just yanks at them, like like they're not gonna come off that way.
1: <laughs> now the whole neighborhood knows
4: how I wear them.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what I was thinking. Um, I love it though. Peggy's like, well, if you spayed her or paid someone uh, to do it. No. <laughs> so Oh, gnarly. <laughs> oh, I love it. Then I love Hank's rebuttal to that.
6: Well, you can't mate a purebred bloodhound with just any old dog. That'd be throwing away seven generations of the finest Georgia inbreeding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Good lord.
0: And uh, I do want to, because it comes up at this point when Peggy's talking about how old she's getting, how this may be her last heat. Peggy says that Ladybird's almost 13 years old. And that's what she says in this episode. But I felt like that was wrong because I think she, I thought she was older than that. So I checked the wiki, and Ladybird was born on April 6, 1982. And this episode aired in, was it October, you said, of 98? This episode, sorry, is 98. 98. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, then at this point in the series, that would make her, uh, Ladybird Bird, uh, 16 years old. Okay, you're right, but Bobby is still, like, the frame of reference which we will go off of, right? I think because, that's why
1: they changed it. Because you want to imagine
0: story. that it's nine months before <clears throat> Bobby – so I guess it's, probably, it's close to a year. It's, like, 11 months because imagine you take a dog away at eight weeks. So then if that was an eight-week-old puppy – that they brought home and then relaxed Hank enough to make Bobby. Bobby showed up <laughs> nine months later. That's eleven months before Bobby's born, roughly that Ladybird would have been born.
1: and Bobby's twelve, that would make her thirteen.
0: And Bill said that so but I <clears throat> but, but, uh, <clears throat> but Peggy would be operating under the lie that they've been telling Bobby forever that they got him Ladybird when he was one. So maybe she just, like, always counts Lady Bird a year younger than Bobby, whereas in reality that's not the truth.
1: Mm-hmm. So that must have been why there's the – like the, there's th- some, there's, there's there's a some dis- argument There's online. some discrepancies between yeah. the actual age and because we nailed it – or you nailed it down in uh, Westy side story that, like, she would be 16 at this point. But they're changing it to have this new plot point with Bobby –
0: and, I mean I get it That makes it's sense It's a retcon
1: It is totally a it's retcon It's a
0: retcon But yeah I mean I can live with that She's probably a year older than Bobby That makes sense she's...
1: Whether she's 13 or 16 She is not about to survive A litter of puppies.
0: Yeah. No doubt no. Like she's gonna live She's gonna live sul- Sulking around the house Like Bill
1: <laughs> In soiled
0: underpants Yeah Yeah
6: This could be Lady Bird's last heat. If you don't do something and fast, she's gonna spend the rest of her life childless and lonely, soaking about the house in soiled underwear, like Bill.
0: <laughs> I love Bill in this episode he's Bill, definitely my favorite part of this whole episode it, it, it's funny because like you mentioned that there's no Boomhauer in this episode we know Dale's busy Hank's busy well, Bill's so lonely I love that Boomhauer just doesn't want to get sucked into like just standing and drinking alone with Bill well, like
1: Usually, because usually, usually, they are paired together if Dale and Hank are doing like something with their wives or they have their own pots, but like this is the most perplexing we've ever seen Mr. Bill D'rieve is this episode <laughs> when he's not paired up <laughs> with Boomhauer, and we'll get to that later, but, like, my God man. have a little pride.
0: How school <laughs> All right, okay. But anyway, I guess the next scene is uh, Dale, Dale down at his happy place. Oh
1: man. But he's not at the Arlen Gun Club. He's at the county. Gun club. He's
0: not the Soldiers of Fortune. <laughs> you know,
1: he's at the nicer one where they had the host of the fun shoot.
0: Mm, Remember the, the county bar, one was the, uh, yeah. was
1: the bigger, yeah. nicer one that, that's exactly compared to that right. crack up. Yeah. Well, yeah.
0: I mean, there's an easy answer for it, and obviously the other one was condemned. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah. What do you mean? There's a $2 charge for non-members to shoot here.
0: What's membership cost?
5: Lifetime membership is free.
0: <laughs> they got they can't keep the light on. <laughs> exactly.
1: He's got that mouse on the placard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're right. So we see Dale at the gun club, and uh, he is shooting at the range, and in his hand he has a revolver. So I did some uh, sleuthing online and in person. Uh because uh some of you may not know that I did some primary research at the gun range last week. Oh yeah, you went on a field oh, wow. trip. I went on a field trip to the gun range. Nice. I shot actual guns. I shot three twenty twos, shot two shotguns, and I shot one three oh three. Nice. So for you gun nuts out there, the shotguns that I shot was an eight seventy and a Satori. The eight seventy is a pump action, and the Satori is like one of those ones that breaks. The at Break the end. action. Yeah, yeah, those are sweet. <laughs> that's a cowboy uh, gun. <laughs> yeah, I shot trap with that, and that's like the clay pigeons. Uh, it was actually sweet. You stand by this microphone, you say pull, the thing bird shoots out, and you slap it. You like have to say pull. Yeah, you sh- say pull, and it's got what a speaker. What do you speaker. slap? Oh, you, you, you That's what I call. slapping. shooting yeah. like those. Pigeon thing? Yeah, so, like, it's got a machine that just shoots them in random area, and you just... Is it kind did, of like Duck Hunt? Kind of like Duck Hunt. Did you it. get any? Yeah, I did, actually. It was nice. freezing cold. Like, it's, <laughs> it was snowing, and uh, I was out there, and uh, it was my very first time shooting a gun ever, and out of the 25 pigeons that you get to shoot for a, a, a round... I got, like, seven of them. Nice. So, like, not terrible. But it was really cool. If you miss by just a little bit, you can tell because the pigeon starts to, like, move and sway. In you know, the, you in know. A... Cool. Yeah, it is really cool. Um, and uh, my favorite part was shooting the 303, which is, like, a big rifle. With the big fucking... With the... Oh, yeah, bolt action. So uh, now that I'm well-versed, I can recognize what a gun is. <laughs> uh, and I saw that the two bounty hunters people. were probably shooting .22s, which were bolt action. And Dale... Uh, he was shooting a Colt Python 357 Magnum, so I look. On... I know that from Goldeneye.
1: <laughs> I'm surprised his little birdie arms could handle the kickback <laughs> off a 357.
0: I know, well, because I I looked at it, I compared it, and it's got to be that because like it, it was super distinct on the barrel and the way it was kind of shaped and the sound of it. Um, and they call the Colt Python a the Cadillac of revolvers. So it was widely considered to be one of the best revolvers ever made. And because the production ceased for more than a decade, it's also among the most collectible. It was built on the old 41 frame with tight tolerance, hand fitting, and hand polishing, which made it very accurate. So they don't make those anymore? They stopped making them in 2005. Okay. They, they quit uh, before that for like 10 years, and then they opened it back up oh, again. Oh, so it's kind of like champagne. <laughs> You know, like some years in the... Oh, life. they just when don't they, make When any? the grapes yeah. aren't good, they don't... They just yeah, don't they make And that creates, like... A demand. A demand. Exactly. You want the
1: fresh stuff anyway, right? <laughs> no, you don't want the fresh stuff.
0: You want the old you stuff. You want the old stuff. And uh, so, anyways, a lot of shooters say that it's like the trigger is the smoothest thing that they've ever fired. And uh, now that it's kind of considered more of a status symbol, uh, they, they call it uh, a safe queen. So you, you don't actually pull the gun out and shoot it anymore. I assume Dale got this as a hand-me-down or something. That's, like,
1: um, 2,000 freaking spray jobs for him to pay for that.
0: Exactly. Uh, I mean, it started out at $125 when it first came out, but, like, some have sold for, yeah, between two and $3,000. So um, I, I don't know how he got his hands on them on. Or... It's Texas. Guns can be cheap. It, I'd imagine so. Um, but anyways, I uh, I wanted to uh, show you guys a picture that I drew of the handgun. <laughs>
2: That's a nice picture. That's good. That's you good. draw I, that? Yeah. I did, oh, wow.
0: yeah. MS Paint. That's Sweet. pretty good. Not bad, right? Which gun is that? So this, it's, it's a revolver, but drawn differently. Okay, that's not a revolver. No, it's not. <laughs> it's... <laughs> uh, anyways. That looks like a shoestie gun. No, yeah, it was a good one. It has an ammo with it. It does. It Here's a ammo.
1: picture of a rifle.
0: <laughs>
1: Just for some reference. <laughs> what a revolver doesn't look like. Uh,
0: so anyways, uh, after Dale's shunt, uh, done shooting, uh, he uh, takes off his earmuffs. <clears throat> Excuse me, I couldn't help
5: reading your lips. Uh, this hunting humans. Do you need a license?
1: He's, when he takes his final shot, when he's still staring at those guys talking, and you hear like, <laughs> <"Ping,"> like ricochet, <laughs> yeah. like around the range.
0: That's right. Uh, yeah. So obviously, there's bounty hunters at the gun club talking about uh, how shooting humans really gets you amped up for deer season. Yeah, I mean, you just can't eat them, though. <laughs>
3: this hat's my license. Any man who skips out on his bail can be hunted like an animal, although not eaten. All you got to do is sit through a four-hour training course.
1: That guy's got the greatest, like, southern gravelly. He sounds like someone on the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
0: I love uh, I love Dale's, like, just his interpretation of what, like, he's like, let me get this straight. Semi- <laughs> You're telling me
5: there's a poorly trained quasi-legal police force that operates with few, if any, government controls? <laughs> It's about time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Miles, you mentioned the, the bounty hunter's voice. hmm Do you want to talk about him now or later? There's appearance of him. He also voices Jimmy Hellstrom. Uh, mm. Yeah, talk about him now because he says more here than that Hellstrom ever said. That's true. His name <clears throat> is Jim Cummings. He is a familiar name in the clubhouse because he's been on previous King of the Hill episodes. He's been on uh uh as C Everett Coop, who comes on the T V as the former Surgeon General. Right. Uh he's in Kane Scredibird as Pops Papacito. Oh, I think
1: I think that's yeah, what I remember him Pooh. Pooh.
0: from. And he's Winnie the Pooh. Wow. Hmm. That's right. Okay. He, he was also uh Mark McJimsey in Propane Boom. And he has a role in Bobby Love, but I uh, it's on like when I look on IMDb at who it is, it just says dot dot dot. Maybe the coach. So I mean maybe? Bobby Love. That's the one that just happened. Oh, the girlfriend no! I yeah. was thinking of Bobby Slam. They call it Bobby Love. He um, she, yeah, maybe one of the kids.
1: It could be one of the uh, garbage men. So, you know, mm-hmm. you leave it out. Someone's yeah, gonna haul it, it could away. Be.
0: And I think uh, we've heard a wide range of what this guy can do already. So it could be Winnie
1: the Pooh and this like seedy bounty
0: hunter. (laughs) That's quite the range. Like this guy, like honestly, I was thinking about it as I was scrolling through. And if like I was stuck on a deserted island when I was like 15 and I'm just coming up with a scenario. Oh, okay, all right. If I was stuck on a deserted island when I was 15, and I could only enjoy content that this man has had a hand in, I would live happily ever after. <laughs> I started looking at movies and TVs that he was in, uh, but I cared more about the video games this guy voices. Oh. What does he look like? Uh, he looks like just a what really... Do do?
2: He
1: looks like a regular guy.
0: <laughs> he, he looks like just like a really nice, regular guy. He's
2: not like a scruffy looking no he, he looks
0: like he almost sounds
2: like he looks, he looks like uh, does look, Winnie the poo sound scruffy no the fucking he, he looks like guy. a smart
0: uncle that was a substitute teacher like
1: yeah oh, okay. I saw his IMDB he's got like a button up like plaid mm-hmm. shirt like just like a regular guy like regular if you dude. saw him you'd be, would never be like that guy's a voice actor he's probably like a librarian
0: yeah. <laughs> was he in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 4 so I'm just gonna rattle off a bunch <laughs> of stuff that he was in and if any of them interest you I'll tell you what he voiced uh, so just stop me or remember and tell me after. So you ready? Kingdom Hearts 3, Fallout 4, Elder Scrolls, Hearthstone, GTA 5, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, Chosen, Jimmy Neutron, Courage the Cowardly Dog, Simpsons, and uh, World of Warcraft, and Baldur's Gate.
2: Wow. That's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. What did he do in the Simpsons? So yeah. he was
0: only in one episode, and it was titled The Saddle Store Galactica. I believe Bart has to race a horse or like, something. Year is this? It, sounds like, it sounds like a new one. It sounds like season <laughs> yeah, 12, anyways, twenty something. <laughs> he, uh, his name was Duncan in the episode, It's it spelled like Duncan Donuts. I didn't watch the episode. Oh, but, was, yeah.
1: he was the horse then. <laughs> Duncan be. was the horse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, no, this guy this guy kicks ass. Hmm. Uh, I like. Was him. he Winnie the Pooh in Kingdom Hearts Three? Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, and Pete. The dragon? Right. No, uh, Pete, um, like, uh, the goofy neighbor.
2: Oh, the cat. Isn't the Winnie the Pooh British? No. No, I mean, he's from Winnipeg.
0: Accent. Oh, bother. <laughs>
1: Is that Tigger was the other character Tigger he voiced? I think one, he did yeah. Eeyore too. Uh, Maybe I not. I can't remember. I
0: didn't see any Eeyores, but, like, he, every, like, TV show with Winnie the Pooh, they go to him. Like, he's on everything and every spinoff.
1: And, and the... And, Everything and that new Christopher
0: Robin movie, or the yes. the newish. I
2: enjoyed uh, that movie. I never saw it.
0: I didn't see it either. Did I? But anyways, uh, this guy's awesome. He rules.
1: Hell yeah, he is. So following our scenes at the County Gun Club, we find ourselves at Strictly Propane, and Hank is in Buck's office, and now Hank is admiring all the pictures the Buck has on his desk because he has all these hounds, and they're all champions.
5: That's right, champions, all of them. Except the deaf one. <laughs> the picture
4: with the deaf one is holding up its ear. <laughs>
1: and Hank's, Hanks beating around the bush as he as he's usually quite awkward around his boss when he's talking about things that are not propane. And uh, before Hank can even get out what he wants to say, Buck's like, "Nope, sorry, Hank, I can't give you a raise. And uh, apparently Donna.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Donna said that? (laughs)
0: Dude. That these workers got his lemons in a vice. (laughs) I love, like, those few times. Like, it happens sometimes, like, once an episode where Hank just says something so, like, out of his, like own character yet so honest like Donna said that well, yeah. and, and again I do want to mention that I'm pretty sure that this is the first pregnant pause in the episode
6: uh, mm. yeah Hank I'd love to give you a raise but the accounting department said Buck stop letting the employers put your lemons in the vise Donna said that
4: <laughs>
6: my hands are tied yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so after
1: that Hank eventually um, tells buck that he's he's ready to breed his ladybird and he asked if one of his studs would be uh would be available one
3: of my boys finally gets to howdy ma'am the debutante well you know my terms 500 the first session 400 each additional session and please no flash photography
1: (laughs) so it's agreed upon one of bucks and he has four or five hounds
0: uh, I think he's got. Well, no, there was I'm f- confused. Does he does he have all the champions in that one picture think, of all four? I think that was and then it. Separately, yeah.
1: there's the deaf one. I think deaf Vacation was in a separate <laughs> frame.
4: <laughs>
0: I was kind of curious. Like Hound to me always just means dog, but like does is Hound specific to like a breed of dog? Bloodhound. Yeah, that's like, what Hank's. In this think case, hound it is. is.
2: Just German for dog. Oh, is it yeah. German? Okay. So it's like a bloodhound is like named after the German bloodhound.
0: Okay. You know,
2: anything. So, with hound.
0: hound, so people, so like if you say hound, it's just kind of like another word for dog, canine. No. Or?
2: Well, yeah, a lot of the dog breeds came from Germany. And that's why you say like Kids, dash uh, hound. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. Like, it's. <laughs> A dog breed that came. Greyhound. Many. Greyhound, probably. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But
1: hounds would also be like a specific like type of dog, like all those hunting dogs. So like what
2: I call Jake a hound.
1: No, Jake Jake's is the furthest thing from a hound.
0: No, he's a mutt. Uh,
2: maybe a German would though, but like I don't think he's like in the English sense. I don't think he's a.
1: Hound. My parents' neighbors have hounds, and they're those like short, stocky ones with the huge, floppy ears, and they like bark like crazy, and they actually do like.
0: That sounds
2: like Jake. Like yeah. a basset hound. Or something?
1: Basset hound. That's yeah, what they are. are. They're basset annoying. hounds. They're those
2: like the most annoying dogs.
1: Yeah, like they're and three they're door.
2: Droopy. They're always drooling.
1: Yeah, and they're three like houses away, or sorry, two houses away, and we can hear them like My crystal house? clear I think, other direction. Bred Jay's bred to, like, house. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Aren't they bred to like bark or something? Yeah, like they. Think isn't yeah, think their main
1: function. Yeah, like, that's how they... They'll, they'll corner, like, cougars and stuff, like, up a tree or, like...
2: By barking?
1: Like, that... Yeah, because there's usually, like, four, like, or six... Like, there's a pack of them because these things are small, but they'll, like, pin a cougar or something up a tree and then the hunter can come and...
0: Hmm.
1: How do you do the cat?
0: Jake could do that.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Maybe <laughs> to a rat. He's not a hound.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but so, okay. ladybird's a bloodhound, right? Yes, a Georgia, Georgia bloodhound. bloodhound. So they, what, what were they bred for? Were like biting? They're hunt, yeah. tracking, they're I tracker, thought. tracking. Yeah, they're
0: hunting dogs. You um, give them a scent and then they follow it, like the like the fruit pies.
6: She's a purebred Georgia bloodhound. Her mama tracked down James Earl Ray. My dog's more like doggy.
0: <laughs> yes,
6: it is. He's a lot Jake more like <laughs>
0: He's a Japanese fighting dog. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's, he's a Yorkshire terrier. Yeah, he's adorable. But we have to move on to the next scene.
2: So the next scene we see uh, Dale takes the advice from those two yahoos at the gun (laughs) range and decides to go to the Econo Suite motel and take the bounty hunter test. Uh, I love his tools that he brings yeah. out like, to, to but, be ready for the test. It's a
0: four-hour course. Yeah, yeah. He, he sits down, he pulls out a ream of paper, like <laughs> 350 sheets, <laughs> and, and a bundle of pencils. <laughs> a calculator, and a Bowie knife. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, unsheaths the Bowie knife, puts it down in case okay. somebody needs to <laughs> a copy I, from I him. Like, I don't know. What it was. I just imagine that they all did that.
1: Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> like, he does it with self, like, like such confidence. It's just like, yeah, I'm ready. Like, I'm ready for this course. You guys didn't bring a 12-inch knife. <laughs>
0: like... And then the, uh, the instructor comes in.
6: now we don't have much time, so let's get right to it. No, we don't have much time, so let's get right to it. In the next four Such hours, like we'll find out thing, if you've got what fine. it takes to wear this hat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dale draws the picture of the hat. Yeah. <laughs>
2: which
0: was, like, well done by, like... It, very quick. Yeah, <laughs> very quick and, like, pretty accurate to what the hat looks like. Before we leave the Econo Suites Bounty Hunter School, I did want to mention that the instructor is voiced by John Ashton. He has been in a lot of films, most known for the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy.
3: Sick. Who He's, is he?
0: He was Sergeant John Taggart, Detective Sergeant John Taggart, in the t- first two installments. Oh, wait. Of what movie? Beverly Hills Cop. You said Ninja. No, I didn't. Are you sure? You thought Ninja. Oh. You did think Ninja. <laughs> I know you said Beverly Hills Ninja. I mean, Beverly Hills Cop's a good movie. But I don't and... think there was three of those. The but, third was three. Yeah, the third one's in Disneyland, or, like, fake Disneyland. Wow, okay. Um, anyways, moving on. Uh, I did want to mention that in one of the films he was in, titled Midnight Run with Robert De Niro, mm-hmm. and he played a rival bounty hunter in that film. Ah, oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. So that may be where... It was in 1988, so 10 years ago, but that- he looks like a bounty hunter. Like, he kind of reminds me of, like, Dr. Phil, if Dr. Phil was a bounty hunter. So Dale... Kind of. Actually, Dr. Philip more mustache, Dale. More mustache than Dale. Um, but, yeah, no, he, uh, he's been in a lot of stuff, and so I think he's quite qualified to run this course. Perfect. So, well, now we're coming back to the house where, I love this, we got Hank pacing around in a suit <laughs> while Bobby and Luann are... Uh, it's Pretty and Lady Ladybird up. Yeah, getting didn't... her all getting the debutante ready for her big coming out party. It's
1: it's funny, because you guys remember the last time we saw Hank in his suit? No. Buckley's funeral. Oh. <laughs>
0: um he... <laughs> Why not you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I guess Luann, she's still got her short hair, but she's putting Ladybird's hair up in a bow. And uh Bobby's clipping the nails, and he he's Reminiscent of the time that when they were one, when he was one, they got...
2: Seems later. like just yesterday, Mom and Dad brought her home for me, on account of me not having any brothers and sisters to play with. If I'd been old enough to talk, I would have asked for a monkey. But I guess things worked out okay.
0: <laughs> Still wants that monkey, though.
1: I think like Bobby's yeah. real glass half full, you know? Yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> Uh, But yeah, I just, I love the shot of Hank just like in his suit, ready for the coming out party. (laughs) And what makes it even better is when Buck shows up in like a tuxedo of his (laughs) own. I like, I lost it (laughs) because, and that's another pregnant pause before he explains like, okay, let's hurry this stuff. I'm late for a bachelor auction. (laughs) And I was curious. Is he supposed to be in the auction? Like somebody's gonna be auctioning yes. to buy him? Oh yeah! Yes. Oh yes. my god! Yes. Just, just
1: don't tell Ms. Liz. <laughs> yeah.
0: Like usually, isn't it like firemen and like attractive men and stuff? Or like,
1: rich men? <laughs> rich men that are
0: supposed to be in these Well He's auctions? got five branches of strychnine. Yeah, he's
1: the yeah. he's the rich man.
0: And now that Maglo blown up, he's the, <laughs> he's back in business.
1: Because like his hound's yeah. just sitting there, like perfectly still with like the muzzle on its face and like buck actually does has the have these championship hounds but you can yeah. tell that he has nothing to do with them being champions oh. he just owns them <laughs> yeah. like common race horses <laughs>
0: exactly. I, I do i love that i just i love that shot of him in the fucking suit because you are like for a second you're just like, you're are, like
1: oh my god you're
0: like oh wow this is a thing like they're doing it yeah <laughs> totally.
4: and i
1: i forgot that we actually already met Bucks, hounds, hounds before yeah, in the snow, the, the snow job episode. Yeah, Vickers. Yeah, Lloyd Vickers. And Peggy has to pretend she's a bunny to distract
2: him so I can, like,
1: <laughs> they do look oh, pretty.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it looks pretty damn vicious, those hounds. I do love how unenthused uh, Buck is about it. Like, he's just like,
0: let's make some hound dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so that scene ends pretty quickly because we don't want to get into what happened. Well, there's no flash screen. photography. Allowed. We're not allowed <laughs> to see that. On, so no. we're booted out and we're back to the Econo Suites. Mm-hmm. And um, yes, now uh, the
1: bounty hunter instructor is asking if they covered chokeholds or not.
6: Okay. You learn kicking down doors, you learn mustaches, mailman suits, and other disguises. Did we cover chokeholds and pepper spray? <laughs>
5: yes. Oh, good.
6: <laughs> Take your seat.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
6: but um,
1: they are right. They're about to write their ethics test.
3: That is correct.
1: And the ethics test has five multiple choice <laughs> questions. <laughs> and the instructor, the instructor is more than willing to help the AM class of Thursday
0: out. <laughs> I love that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So that's a
0: Thursday, AM. <laughs> and like,
1: that class was pretty full. Like, let's assume 15 to 20 people. And it's five days a week times two. There's 200 bounty hunters being churned Whoa. out.
0: I mean, I'm not surprised at all that in anywhere in America that there is a
5: poorly trained quasi legal police force that operates with few, if any, government controls.
2: Yeah. This did happen to me once, though. Like, um, a couple years ago. Like, in I live in Vancouver and, um,
0: did you skip on bail?
2: No, no, no. I bought fireworks um, for Halloween or whatever. And um, I guess like in the city of Vancouver, you have to take a test to see like that you're going to like use the fireworks safely. Oh, wow. And I bought it from like a weed store. And, like, <laughs> the fucking fire- They sold me the fireworks and they're like, oh, you just have to take this test. And it said at the top A, A, B, C. And I was just like, I was like, I'm still going to read the question. And like, and, like, they were super, like, obvious. But like.
0: Who do you point yeah. the fireworks at? Yeah. A, you, <laughs> B, someone else, or C, none of the above? Oh, that, that
2: or totally D, a
1: group
4: of once. homeless
2: people. <laughs> that totally happened to me once where I had to take a test, and the guy was like, A, B, C, A, A. Wow.
0: That, it reminds me of, like, when you, like, go to enter a... Draw and you have to answer the skill testing question, yeah. and it's always like it's forty let We'll just tell you. It the
1: is. first person's just written it on the top of yeah. the question. Yeah. So where were you letting off these fireworks?
2: I don't know. I still have like. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you didn't pass the test. Yeah. So. <laughs> I only
2: lit off like two of them with my girlfriend, and I was like, I, don't know, I mean, like, where... was isn't really that into it? Like in just...
0: the park. <laughs> I wasn't it. You're though. telling me your girlfriend wasn't into you lighting so, off two fireworks in the park. Having taken the test, were you permitted to,
2: to yeah, light them off I mean, in I, the park? No, I'm no. not supposed Fuck to. No. You know, you're supposed to light them off in your private property. <laughs> you live in an apartment. I know, so I went to the park. And
4: <laughs> were there and kids? She watched like
2: two of them go off, and then she's like, I don't "I'm know. Cold. Let's go yeah. inside." <laughs>
1: Oh, God. Why
0: did you buy Tasmanian devils? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Romance ain't dead, people. <laughs> so, um, after Dale writes his ethics test, he is given his license, which is, in fact, a very cheap looking <laughs>
6: blue hat that says Bounty Hunter in bright yellow writing That's on a nice it. Hat. Congratulations, Class of Thursday, A.M. You may now call yourselves Bounty Hunters.
2: There's a nice little touch, like, uh, when he gets his hat, like, he's in that lineup with the other, um, bounty hunters. Bounty, hunter honeys, <laughs> bounty, bounty hunters, but, like, um, he kind of, like, because he's wearing his, like, normal hat, he wears all the time, Not and trucking. he kind of, like, looks back, like, all insecure at the guy behind him, to, like, oh, he's gonna notice that I'm bald. And, like, he's got that look on his face, and then he, like, switches hats really quick. And he, like, leans his head forward. Yeah, I just really like those, like, little details, like, where it's, like, you didn't have to add that, but, like, it really adds to, like, Dale's character that, like, he is uh, insecure about his baldness. Mm Mm-hmm. And like even though it's never really talked about, like you can tell he is well, just well, by he, his like little actions like that. I mean that that plus the
0: fact that like the hat gives him so much like gravitas that he's like <laughs> he like he gravitas. like as soon as he puts the hat back on, he's like king he, of the world. He's yeah, Dale he's like, Gribble he's bounty, like bounty hunter. hunter. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so do you wanna talk about bounty hunters now? We did we did a little uh, a little bounty hunter research. I was yeah. waiting to talk about I mean
0: about me too. it have anything to do with baby Yoda? Uh,
1: no. Oh. So uh, this episode I'll... revolves around baby so... ladybird.
0: <laughs> I mean like that was my favorite Ooh, bounty baby hunter Yoda, show I saw. <laughs> this year was baby Yoda. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So um, bounty hunters were actually like in yeah. like the late 19th century. That's when they kind of became more popularized around the world and they were found throughout most countries. And now to this day it's almost exclusively found in the United States. And one other country. Can I guess? Yes. I know it because I did
2: the research. Venezuela. Incorrect.
1: It used to be uh, an American run.
2: Yeah, the American. Puerto Rico. No.
1: You're like kind of close. It's it's the Philippines.
0: Oh okay. Really? Yes.
1: Yeah. Apparently, there's a lot of bounty hunters in the Philippines because they the country still has like cash bonds and stuff like that. Because
0: yeah, like you never see that here. No, like,
1: no, no. Like, it seems something that shouldn't exist anywhere. Like, it sounds like...
0: <laughs> it sounds... I mean, like, it doesn't sound like it does in the episode. But, like, are you... Did you, did you do study on, like...
2: Yeah. The well,
0: present-day stuff? or,
2: or Yeah, or... I have a bit of stuff on the present-day stuff. I mean, the... Inform uh, me. The, the A bounty hunter is a person who captures fugitives for a bounty. We, uh, we're all familiar with them with, like, cowboy movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. Obviously, like, dog bounty hunter.
1: <laughs> and bounty hunters uh, are...
2: Star Wars. There's only four states in the U.S. where um, it's banned: um, Oregon, Kentucky, Wisconsin, and Illinois are the only states where you're not allowed to bounty hunt. Every other state have some form of bounty hunting. Most, you need uh, actually all are all states regulate it. In yeah.
1: Texas, a bounty hunter is required to be a peace officer level three, which is armed. Like you, that's the, the level of peace officer. that you're, you're carrying a firearm a security officer, or a private investigator, and um, there is a level three training course that you have to do, and there is an actual hour minimum on it. Now, can now this one was four hours. <laughs> can anyone guess what the minimum hours is in Texas to receive your level three security license so that you can become a bounty hunter? Four hours. It's not four hours.
2: Uh, 26.
0: Not 26. I'm going to say 40 hours. Dustin is the closest. 47.
1: Denim, you're over. You're out of here, bud. (laughs) The course takes a minimum of 45 hours. And you also must demonstrate firearm proficiency within 90 days of the application day. And it did not go into detail what firearm proficiency <laughs> I'm sure it's uh,
0: safety. and. Uh, I'd imagine yeah, I'm being su- able to point out what gun does what, what ammo goes in where, and yeah. how to safely load and unload. I've
1: done the Canadian firearms course, both with your restricted and unrestricted, so that would be rifles, like long guns, and uh, pistols.
3: Woo-hoo! I and, have a feeling and it was that, like
1: a weekend it was like a saturday course i
0: have a feeling yeah but that's just for like safety right that's not for like
1: is that a peace officer no it's to get your license to get your Gunner. restricted and, and I bet you, i'll license.
0: bet you the canadian like arms license it's a four-year degree <laughs> is a lot no like the safety one i'll bet you the one that you took is probably more tough than any oh, any yeah. american one in any state
1: it is and like i don't Function particularly that great in a classroom setting And this uh, course was no exception And I still got like 95% On everything Mm. so it's like it is Very basic it's just the fact that you
0: Go to school to be a cop for a minute
1: Uh, I studied some criminology (laughs) yeah (laughs) It just made me a better criminal
2: (laughs) Crack rock baby (laughs) And Denim you are Correct in Canada Here in Canada bounty hunting is Considered kidnapping (laughs) <laughs> so don't do it. <laughs> I,
0: don't I want to see a vigilante bounty, bounty hunter. I also have one more fun
2: fact about bounty hunting. Um, in Louisiana, you have to wear clothing that identifies you as a bounty hunter if you're. Get- so this is that why dog
0: be- is that why dog wears that? Oh, no, lion, so he I'm never
2: sure. buttons up his shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he's just. Vain. <laughs> okay. you, you either
0: need to have bounty hunter displayed or just chest hair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I
1: know in uh, Minnesota it was the same. You can only wear colors that aren't already um, used by any means of law enforcement. Like sheriffs would uh, be like, like a brown. brown cops or... would be blue. Apparently, yeah. their straight troopers use a purple color, so, you, so it has they're to be walking on like bright red. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I was trying to think. Is like they must wear like high vis jackets or something? But like that's not very uh, inconspicuous. Well, what mauve. Uh. It's a good question <laughs> the same is <as laughs> sure true. Like purple, isn't
2: it sure
0: but yeah I do yeah the bounty hunter the blue mm-hmm. the blue and yellow hat that seems on a level
2: yeah
1: and it like one other thing about bounty hunters is funny is that on average bounty hunters collect ten percent of the actual bond so you hear about like famous like criminals it's like he's held on two hundred thousand dollars you know bond and so you get ten percent which would be a sizable paycheck totally Jimmy halstrom's Unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> let's assume Dale's <laughs> Dale's about to earn maybe twenty bucks if he catches.
0: So let's move on to uh, after Buck and Hank's dogs have Make a little boom, so boom they relations. Made, they
2: made relations, and um, Hank they're and feeling <laughs> in the family way. <laughs> Hank and Peggy are off to the vet to see uh, the vet. <laughs> <I> mean, sorry, <laughs> Hank and Peggy are off to the vet. Uh, to see if uh, Ladybird is pregnant.
1: I like before the flashback <laughs> when he has to introduce Peggy to oh, the I vet. I raise
2: our son. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I
1: take
4: care of our son. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's been 13 to 16 years of Hank exclusively taking Ladybird to the mm-hmm. vet.
0: Um, I love the way that he like introduces to the vet that uh, he wants to find out if Ladybird is pr- Ladybird is pregnant.
6: Just... I finally let my little girl start dating, and I think she's in a family way.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, <Yeah.
4: laughs>
2: let me go get a glove. it yeah. you? <laughs> so, and then we get the flashback where we see um, Peggy and Hank are trying to get pregnant with a human child, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not an alien.
2: And, uh, you know, she's struggling. Like, she keeps not getting pregnant. And then that's when we... I guess Hank finds out for the first time that he has an narrow urethra.
3: Mm-hmm. But
2: uh, I did a little bit of research, but not too much because it's rather unpleasant. Um,
1: you just look in the mirror? <laughs>
2: No, but like, if you had an narrow urethra, you would know it because like you would take like a fucking five minutes to go like take a piss. Well, that's exactly con. what the doctor says.
6: Hey, you want it done quick or you want it done right?
0: Because Hank's not talking about his bathroom problems with anybody.
2: Yeah, but it's he'd the be same
0: like, thing as is unmentionable. It's you would like...
2: notice if you took five minutes to pee and everybody every other could take forty five seconds.
0: There yeah, but watching. you're also forgetting Hank Hill.
2: Yeah, I know. Texan like I think it's
0: a. If, I mean, it's and a, I did look it up.
2: Like, how you're, not, you're, not you're not. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Isn't a thing. It's not.
0: You're maybe not, you're peeing a little too quick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're not doing. wrong that, like, yeah, that you would notice. But Hank also would just like ignore it and ignore every other thing around him and think it's just not a problem. Just the same as him saying to Bill, like, oh, maybe you're going too much. Now I only go poo one time a week. I got more time to <laughs> do other things. You know but I, mean? I like the doctor says that it takes 30 minutes to produce the
2: urine. <laughs> like back to the flashback. Um so like Hank finds out he has an erectile urethra, right? And um the doctor suggests a few things he could do to like get help get things going. One of them is uh wear boxer shorts. <laughs> Hank makes this nope, face no I'm deal. like whoa. <laughs> And then the other one is
5: or if that's unacceptable, I can prescribe a specific series of sexual techniques.
6: A series are you suggesting I break the law?
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> now, that voice
1: that we just heard, um, he was listed online as Dr. Rubin. I don't ever remember hearing them say his name, but Not apparently being episode, displayed
0: but it's possible that that's so. before. Yeah.
1: So his name was allegedly Dr. Rubin. Um, I was actually confused about this. I thought they were talking about the vet the whole time when His I was looking. His name was Doctor Downs. Yeah, Doctor yeah. Downs. That's why it screwed me up when I saw online. I was like, oh, Doctor Rubin. I was like, That's the, not the vet. That's the doctor.
0: And it's a different doctor than we got back in Hanks Unmentionable. Different mm-hmm. doctor. It oh, is. Yeah. Just so we're aware.
1: Mm-hmm. So Doctor Rubin is voiced by none other than American actor and director William H Macy. And William H Macy. What? was... he
0: directed stuff. Oh, you betcha. Yeah,
1: allegedly. <laughs> and he was That's poor... like
0: the Will Will William H Macy. William Fargo.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was born March 13, 1950, in Miami, Florida. He began his acting career in the late 1970s with dozens of minor roles in various movies and TV shows. A lot of his roles had a common theme where he'd play, like, a doctor or a teacher or a lawyer. Like, he was always Car just kind of... Yeah, this uptight, uh, kind of, like, middle-aged guy with a mustache. And um, he eventually landed a lead role in the 1996 Coen Brothers film Fargo, which is nominated for Best Picture at the 97 Oscars. And Macy was also nominated for Best... Uh, actor in a supporting role now the success of fargo led to much more notoriety for macy and he went on to have prominent roles in boogie nights panic jurassic park 3 wild hogs uh walter and macy (laughs) (laughs) and he's also starred as frank gallagher in the popular showtime uh series shameless which is going to be having its 11th and final season this year
0: i love that uh Bo- him in Boogie Nights. He's like one of my favorite characters. In mm-hmm. Which one is he in Boogie the Nights? The one who shoots himself in the head in nineteen eighty when because like everybody's fucking his wife. Yeah. He's married to <laughs> a
2: porn star. Little Bill. Remember? Well, you shouldn't marry a porn star if you don't. But like at all the parties, like she's having sex with guys <laughs> and they're all just watching. Okay. I vaguely remember
1: that. Okay. But... It's Um While well, I was doing my research, and I've had I had the entire week off work because of the snow that's been uh, playing our. Our city.
0: Hence why we got an extra episode of Yeah.
1: So I rented Fargo, and I watched it for the first time, and it is great. For the Actors
0: first time? Unbelievable. Yeah. It's a very good movie. Oh, it is. Gosh, yeah. Oh, gosh, Norm.
1: Oh. All right, then. All right, then. <laughs> it is – um I knew it was going to be good, and I knew it was good, and I was just like – it was just waiting for the time to see it. And then I was on my TV on demand for, like, two ninety nine, dollars I was like, hell That's to the end. So good for it. you,
0: man. I'm actually a little surprised you hadn't seen that before, but just because, mm-hmm. like, it's in your – like when you were getting into like watching like movies, it's very, mm-hmm. it's, it's very of it is your... my favorite
1: like era of movies. But um, like
0: not just that, like Coen Brothers and like the just the whole style.
1: scene. Exactly the style, the pacing, how it is shot. Um, I love those slow panning landscape scenes, and yeah, it's it's cool. I don't think like I've ever seen a movie based in Minnesota that is so like Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> And it was in North great. Dakota. Yeah, <laughs> old Bismarck Derry going down there, Tom. But, uh, in, uh,
0: fuck, it's so good. Yeah,
1: it's great. And um, in like, uh, in his personal life, William H Macy is married to fellow actor Felicity Huffman. Now, Felicity Huffman has been in the news for a lot in 2019 um, because she spent 10 days in jail. For... Oh, she
0: was the one who bribed the <laughs> she was, school. She yes,
1: for her part in the 2019 college admissions bribery scandal where she was paying someone to take her daughter's SAT test for her. And she, yeah, in October 2019, spent 10 days in jail.
0: What are you in for? A <laughs> <Sure,
2: definitely. laughs> big scandal that came out like five months ago or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, like, I, I saw online that someone was like, William H Macy was like never questioned, never charged with anything, and so it was kind of everyone was kind of like. That's... Was it his
0: daughter too? Or yes. Was it just her
1: yeah, it's, they're they have two kids, and they're both uh, they're both theirs. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting,
0: super interesting. I think it's because he's untouchable and he can do no harm. That's, True.
1: It's... I was gonna say, did you guys notice that one very apparent callback from an earlier episode during the flashback scene with Hank and Peggy? There was a little something in Hank's top pocket.
0: No. Oh. Cigarettes? A pack
1: of cigarettes. Oh. <laughs> oh. It was yeah, protruding Solid. out of his. Someone's
0: keeping up with our Joneses. That's yeah. fucking awesome. But uh, so the whole, uh, the heart of why this flashback happens is to show Hank's feelings about in vitro
6: fertilization.
5: They mix your boys with one of my ladies in a test tube. Isn't that wonderful?
6: No, it's terrible. It's science run amok. And he (laughs) says that
0: uh, it's not okay even on animals, on people. It's how he was raised, and that's his values. (laughs) By my mother and father. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
4: a a test test tube.
0: (laughs) So Peggy's anger is coming from remembering going through this with Hank and how... She can't get pregnant because of this reason from Hank, and that's what she's lived her life knowing and believing, which f- feeds into a lot of what's gonna be coming up later, yeah, and I mean, I mean just also um when we come back to reality or back when we come back to the present day, we get Dr. Downs saying that Ladybird is unable to get pregnant
6: mr strickland better refund our 500 dollars. i knew that stud was no good he wouldn't even look her in the eye it ain't the stud's fault it's ladybirds i'm afraid she's got a narrow uterus oh no
0: (laughs) (laughs) we went through that with buddy's mom (laughs) uh but yeah i mean this is uh this is sort of like like this is kind of like, I don't know what else you would expect from Hank's dog, really. Like, they're going to – this is obviously where this was going to go, I think. I think you're exactly right. It kind of – it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the the whole
1: perfect irony. The whole thing is irrelevant because what I said earlier, she would die if she got <laughs> yeah. pregnant. <laughs> yeah. That <laughs> like... is also very
0: true. But uh, we move on to the next scene, which is just a beautiful shot of – Hank and uh Ladyberg at the park. And we see all these other dogs barking and chasing balls and playing, playing with their owners, being there was happy.
1: A, there was a good variety. You got to see like a, at least five different breeds represented. I,
0: I like that. No no Jake Jakes. No Jake Jakes. Jakes. Well, they'd be too small to draw. Was there any Tazes? Uh, I, I just remember a big white dog. I saw a, a German hand, but... Shepherd and I was... Uh classy but uh classy. hank uh
2: yes you got your german Sheppy shirt on
1: i do represent it's always on <laughs>
2: was it, was it just like? do you feel like hanks i found it like slightly out of character like hank doesn't strike me as the kind of guy that would go to a dog park
1: i think it's because he's so vulnerable and down in the dumps right now and like, yeah
2: like,
0: I, I think know. he's trying to i think he's also thinking like well i want to do something special for ladybird so, like, yeah. I want her to, like, where do you take a dog for fun? You take Man, it to hey, a dog. It reminds park. me of a guy mm-hmm.
2: that just, like, takes her around the neighborhood and, like, yeah, but he, doesn't want to think... socialize with, like, other dog owners. Yeah, doing... but he also doesn't want to socialize with Con or, like, any of his other neighbors. And there's like...
1: also the friction with him and Peggy. So maybe he was, like, yeah. I'll just drop I'm me off at the, the park. P- well, I'll he's pretty
0: irrelevant. It. He's pretty, sorry, no. He's pretty, like,
2: like unrealizing of it. Indifferent? No. no. Yeah. Uh, unaware. He's
0: pretty unaware <laughs> of the Peggy tension at this point. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I do think that he's just like, I need to go take Ladybird. Like, we're going go, to go, like, To the dog park. We're going go to the dog park. We're sitting on a bench. You're not getting off the leash because you're sad and I'm sad.
6: I just wish I could scoop up your pain in a little plastic bag and throw it out.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is definitely a moment of reflection for the two of them.
1: Mm-hmm. That's the best way to clear your head. Take your dog. I mean... For me, personally, it's never a dog park, which would be, like, a populated area, but, like, I'll go as far away I can from people, just me and the pooch, and just, like, walk.
0: I mean, any any anywhere that you let the dog run is a dog park. That's true. That's right. And, uh, of course, because Lady Berg is still in heat, um, she gets approached by a male dog named Buddy. <laughs> Turns out there's all sorts of things you can do. There are? Like what? And Buddy is owned by these two very... Uh, handsome and in shape brothers, uh, who are <laughs> <They> both out... <laughs> have mustaches. <laughs> One is very tan, and the other is very pale. And uh, they uh, they apologize to Hank and to Ladyberg for Buddy's actions because uh... Buddy begins to mount. Well, Hank Lady Bird. seems to at first. Hank's kind of like. Oh, no, and then realize, ah, oh, whatever. Yeah. And no that no did... harm, no foul, and it's kind of a, a callback to last episode where you let a sleeping dog lie when mm-hmm. there's no harm, no foul that, kind of thing.
1: That did seem weird to me, though. Like, there's no harm, but that's a foul. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like even if I was Ladybird Spade, like, you'd be like, dude, get off of my dog. Like, yeah. that's an instinct. You don't just be like, all right. Go ahead, buddy. (laughs) There's not gonna be any consequences. It's like no. Just let
3: him finish. No, you don't let
1: your dog get fucking mountain.
3: How
2: uptight Hank is! Like he would be, kind of disturbed about Mm -hmm. this whole thing. And
0: I think that you're totally right because in a normal situation he would be up in arms. But I think it's just showing how sad he is and how super dejected that he just can't even bring himself to care about. He did take a dog in heat to the dog park. (laughs) <laughs> just gonna throw without her without her underpants on. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like. <laughs> <her> of... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I do. I love these. I love this. Hanks just like gets all excited after these guys start laying down some science on. Because mm-hmm, they had the same issues that Lady Bird is having with, with Buddy's, buddy's de- mom. Buddy's
2: mom. I mean, it's diet, hormones, and surgery that can help. Well, there's a whole world out there. <laughs> There
0: is, and Hank just, he, he lights up.
6: Wow, I, I want to know everything. Do you and your brother have time to grab a beer? Uh, sure.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: These guys reminded me of the college kids that uh, rip Hank off for the mopeds in condo. Yeah, when they're at the yeah. Bar
0: and they're, actually, yeah, they're,
6: they they're, do. Uh, excuse me, Uh, what did it cost you to rent those mopeds? Uh... Actually, we own these, but we are looking to sell them. (laughs) So following the dog park,
1: we find Dale, and he's had AA1 Arlen Bail Bonds, and he's looking for his first assignment, since he is now a licensed bounty hunter. And... The, the guy who's like runs the bail bond place he's giving out all these like really extreme like people like this guy killed a cop he's been on the run for a few days and the other bounty hunters are the true bounty hunters, are all these massive like muscular dudes with like big aviators on and they're not saying much and they you could tell
0: have sunglasses. yeah like-
1: you could tell like th- these dudes are legit and Dale's just like flailing around in the background asking for, like, say he had his hand up first, why aren't you giving me a case? Why do you and- keep
5: giving all the cases to these other guys? Because they're experienced <laughs> professional bounty hunters. You're just some deluded bug sprayer who took a four-hour course, learned a few chokeholds, and got a hat. Hmm, you are familiar with my credentials, yet you still refuse to give me a case? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it kind of reminded He's- me... It reminded me of Bobby Love a little bit. Like, why were you dancing with those guys? <laughs> why are you giving cases to the other guys? <laughs> I like it. He's like, but he's like, yeah, you know my credentials. Like, yeah. <laughs> That sounds good enough to me. Yeah, I took
1: a four-hour course.
0: Like, He's swelling with pride when he's listing that all off. I am a diluted bug sprayer.
1: <laughs> Dale finally gets his case and he's like, the guy's like, here, I'll give it to you if it'll shut you up. J- yeah, Jimmy James Hellström, aka Jim Hellstrom. <laughs> Water for unpaid
0: parking tickets. Exactly. And then uh Dale is pumped to get his first case. And then we cut to uh a scene at the Hill family kitchen. Hank and Bobby are taking uh Ladybird's temperature.
2: Yeah, so Hank <clears throat> excuse me. Um Bobby's got his notepad out and he's got the Thermometer. Or Hank has a thermometer in Ladybird's ear. I can't remember how hot it was. It's quite hot. 100.7. It, it, it was. Yeah. Wow, it's hot in a dog's head. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of the first time, or the it's at least the first obvious time you see that like Peggy is upset about the amount of attention she's paying to Hank trying to get Ladybird pregnant.
0: Exactly. <laughs> and, it's like her first outburst. And it, it makes it clear how headstrong Peggy is, and I bet you it's just bringing back all of the frustrations that she had when she was told she couldn't get pregnant. So she's like, "Well, we're never having kids." Like probably just like got really mad. Well, she, saw, well, she saw how, sorry, we saw how hard she tried for like she wanted the in vitro mm-hmm. and all this other stuff. She wanted Hank to consider it. Mm-hmm. And then back then we saw Hank underline that it isn't right for animals. Like, mm-hmm. it's not right for humans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she had to live with the fact that, you know what? She just can't have kids. And then so she was like, I bet at the time was thinking like, well, screw everything to do with kids. Like, I hate kids now. Like, I don't want kids mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah, and yeah. is walking around with that same attitude where Hank's trying to get Ladyburg pregnant still. And she's like, well, she can't have kids. The doctor said so. I'm throwing this... Yeah. thermometer away it's for it's for guests yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> throws in this the is trash also where hank says um,
6: i know i know but then i met some men we went to a bar and before it all went horribly wrong they told me a bunch <laughs> of things i can do to get lady bird pregnant Kay.
0: this is the times i miss deleted scenes <laughs> because i feel like there was something there maybe they deemed like too insensitive or like what something like was cut f- I feel like there was a scene there that was possibly cut. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, Hank's at the, uh, at the, uh, the gentleman bar. <laughs> well,
0: yeah, because they say, they're like, I know just the place, and I'm sure Hank didn't realize it was a gay bar when they first walked in, but started to look around and see the clientele yeah. and probably were, get hit on, and were... that's when he
2: realized where yeah. he
1: was. He went to the empty closet with these two guys.
2: <laughs> and this is when, um, I guess, the optimum temperature for temperature a dog breeding is 100 and 100.4 degrees Fahrenheit and like cuz like Hank's like call Buck Strickland she's ready for a stud and like (laughs) Bobby's face is just like so So excited excited.
0: so So, uh, it's funny cuz Hank uh, cuz Peggy had stomped out of the room at this point and they're so excited that he shouts at Peggy Peggy
6: quick call Buck Strickland I put him on the speed dial just press Peggy's mother (laughs)
2: <laughs>
0: sure, he couldn't wait to get rid of that number on the speed dial. And it also
2: shows that, like, Hank's just, like, very unaware of how this whole thing is affecting Peggy. Like, he doesn't realize at all that it's upsetting her. And to be fair, like, Peggy doesn't ever tell him. Like, she doesn't communicate. She mm-hmm. is, is really passive aggressive. Like,
0: it's like she either wants Hank to notice and mention it so she can shut him down. Because uh, that's usually how that kind of thing operates, or is just being a, a you know kind of just a baby, a passive aggressive baby at this point.
2: But Hank should have tried to breed Ladybird like years
0: ago. Way sooner, because <clears throat> like how long has he worked for Buck? A long, as like twenty long as he's years had at this point, point. and, and exactly. So it's just like and like Buck's had those dogs for him, sure just as long too, um, or he's probably gone through a couple sets of hounds because he's always wants champions. So he'd had every opportunity. Yeah, I mean, that's true. So now we have Dale, and he's in his first disguise, we see. (laughs) This is the Arlen florist, Dale. uh, And he's got some long stem roses for Jim Hellstrom. (laughs) And then knocks on the door, shows his bounty hunter hat, and then we hear the car drive away. And he knocks and tries again. And, like, <laughs> I'd imagine there's a gun in that long flower box. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Judging by his next chance. <laughs> but we, uh, we'll get to that. So, yeah, I just had uh, Dale's an idiot written down.
1: <laughs> well, he looks right at, like, the eye hole with his, like, brim of his hat <laughs> pointed down. You see a bounty hunter.
0: And, like, I was uh, a little, not confused, but kind of, I had the question of... Where is this first location that he visits? Is this like his location that was on the bail and then he does some, you know, further investigation yeah, to like find his, out where he actually lives?
1: Like Jimmy Halstrom's mom's house that's or something what I imagined, like that. Yeah, like that's what
0: he would put on his like legal
1: papers. Last known residence. <laughs> yeah.
0: But but uh you, that scene ends and then uh pretty much throughout the rest uh or no. That scene ends and then we get uh the next morning or that morning, Peggy waking up uh, freezing cold because she has no blankets. And so she ventures into their bathroom.
6: What the H are you doing? It's called the Tellington Touch. It's a body awareness technique. All the top fertility experts swear by it.
5: My grandmother quilted that blanket.
0: (laughs) And uh, so I looked up the Tellington Touch to see if it was made up or real, and it is real. (laughs) It's actually called the Tellington T-Touch. Uh, but it was made by a woman with the last name Tellington, and I watched kind of, uh, it was definitely one of their, like, paid videos, but just a clip of it, and there was a narrator. It it was probably one of the beginning uh, clips of whatever VHS this was uh, taped from, and uh, he was talking about the benefits of the Tellington T-Touch, which improves the ability to learn, reduces stress, increases attention span, enhances relaxation, and promotes well-being in animals. There's over a dozen T-touches. Oh, it's just for animals. That's how they advertise it. (laughs) Uh, But the one that they talked about was the circular T-touch, which is circular motions of one and a quarter rotations along the body. Uh, And there's a bunch of different kinds and special ones for the mouth and the ears and the legs. And uh, when I was kind of, like, watching it, it was the way that you'd imagine this Tellington lady to look is, like, the CEO of a wine company. Like, <laughs> you know, she's got the the blonde haircut, um, really soft-spoken, but she was also kind of cute. She had all these names for the tea touches that were based off of, like, animals, and they, uh, they have, like, fun names. One of them is, like, when you... Uh, you roll your hands down the back of, like, a dog, and she calls it, what is it, the, the tarantula, tarantula steamroller or something like that? <laughs> are and, you
1: suggesting I break the law? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it, was, it was really cute, but uh, anyways, it's a real thing, and uh, I bet you it probably, like, kind of works. Stimulates something. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, the more you pet your dog, the happier they are. That's kind of what I've really gained from this. Nice.
1: It's funny where Hank like where he might have found out about I guess maybe those <laughs> two brothers told him about the yeah,
0: Tellington touch. A hundred percent those two brothers. It
1: seems like the furthest thing that Hank is ever gonna try is these strange uh maneuvers <laughs> with Ladybird.
0: <laughs> exactly. And uh he's even interrupted because Peggy pulls off the blanket and Ladybird wasn't even supposed to move for two hours, so now that whole thing is shot. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Um yes, yeah, so after after that scene in the 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 bathroom in the hills. Hill's master bedroom uh, We get a quick shot To Dale And he's arrived At Jimmy Hellstrom's Actual address He found it In the uh, In the phone book <laughs> Ten, can you, you tell me what that uh, had from
0: 27 <laughs> Whistler Terrace
1: Whistler <laughs> Terrace That's where Jimmy lives And yeah Dale's quite the sleuth That he was able to Get the yellow pages And find that But As That's soon as the white pages mm-hmm, As soon as Dale arrives He's almost Instantaneously He's instantaneously Scared away By a hungry pack of Dobermans.
0: <laughs> mm, and you think he would have brought his uh, Colt Python Magnum and put it in the pizza box instead of a full size twenty two rifle. <laughs> oh, you know, it's so goofy.
2: Back on Rainy Street. Um, Bobby's looking for Ladybird because I guess Hank also he's trying very hard to get fucking to get Ladybird pregnant because he's trying every every method in the book. <laughs> he's also got Bobby feeding her uh, hormone biscuits. <laughs> and Bobby can't find Ladybird. So uh he finds Bill and Bill's like, Oh come come stand with me. I don't like to drink alone. And like Bobby's like, Okay, like
3: So how's school? Fine. That's nice. <sighs> Friends? Yeah. Huh
0: yep <laughs> you can say yep too <laughs> it. This like, is the best
1: is... best representation I've ever seen of a kid talking to someone they don't want to talk to <laughs> yeah. it's like Christmas like some old uncle you don't see that often <laughs> yeah. or like or the neighbor your dad's buddy it's <laughs> like yeah. those are just those baseline questions like yeah, but it's, it's also cool. good
0: it's also like the answers that like we often see the guys kind of like yep they just like mm-hmm. it fits wow. in mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how bad do they really want to be it's around all each other?
2: They're just there to drink beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, and like um sorry, Bobby uh Bobby sort of like reiterates this story about how like they got Ladybird to uh have so Bobby would have someone to play with cuz he didn't have any brothers or sisters. And Bill's kind of like, "No, that that's not right." Like, he ruins it. They got, <laughs> got Ladybird before you. Like Ladybird's older than you. And, um, and at this point, like, Bill's, or, uh, yeah, Bill's telling him the story, and then he just starts eating the hormone biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Let he, me see that. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, he's he got a lot of questions. Well, because
0: Bill <laughs> lets it slip that, like, well, they gave up trying to have a kid, so they just got a dog, and then you came along. And then, by this point, the cookie's almost gone.
2: Yeah, yeah he's just
1: munching these gross hormone <laughs> so biscuits. So he, he's,
2: like, pretty much done the cookie. And then Bobby's like, well, what do you mean? Like, why am I around? Like, mm-hmm. I'm a human kid. And then, like, Bobby's like, oh, maybe I'm adopted or something. And Bill offers to explain to him what what happened. But um, he wants more dog hormone biscuits. Oh, <laughs> yeah, just... he, he,
0: Bill's savvy. He wants to make a deal. Mr. Doetrieve. Was I adopted? Well, I'll tell you, Bobby. If you get me some
5: more of these cookies. (laughs) You
1: bastard. He's toying with this poor kid's emotions that he may or may not be adopted. (laughs) And all Bill wants to do is eat $3 dog hormone biscuits.
0: (laughs) Bobby's like, they're across, the the store's across town. (laughs) Two two miles miles away. (laughs) He's like,. You know what was really kind of funny about this uh, scene too is that Bobby couldn't find Ladybird, bird, Ladybird, Lady but he walked past her kennel, which she was still in because yeah. we see after Dale sneaks over the fence right. and pulls her out of the kennel. So like, why yeah. why wouldn't Bobby like look to his left or like if you're looking for Ladybird, bird, I was about to say look too. at her house. Yeah. Like-
2: you see like Dale looking like really shifty. Like you're not a hundred percent sure what he did yet, but like, he just looks like really shifty. I, yeah, he does. Don't we see him open the cage
0: for Ladybird? Well, he goes
2: to steal Ladybird
0: from her cage, but but in between the Bill telling Bobby the story, we see a flashback of of Hank and Peggy, Hank bringing home Ladybird and placing oh, it on yeah. Peggy's chest, and, right? Yeah. And then they get all tender on the floor there.
1: Mm-hmm, um, that's ba- where... baby Ladybird.
0: Yeah, and that's where we
2: see the oh, that baby Lady Bird is pretty cute too. Super yeah, cute, so way
1: cute. cuter than baby Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: don't know, baby, baby Yoda is pretty
2: fucking cute. So cute. Um,
0: but yeah, Dale definitely just f- yanks ladybird right from her cage. Leaves a note behind though. That's right, he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, after the uh, after the flashback, and Dale takes ladybird, then we move to the Hill family kitchen where Hank is on the phone.
6: Outstanding. We'll take the next flight out. No, God bless you, Doctor.
0: <laughs>
6: I just like Hank's phone etiquette. I just like him.
1: <laughs> I like, yeah, how in for like how in favor Hank is for this in vitro fertilization program for dogs, and Peggy is just like you know one hundred percent against it.
0: This is where Peggy's issue with Hank from the past comes to full head because hank is now going directly against his word that he gave peg on you know his whole foundation of how he was raised and how he's against this kind of thing humans and animals and now he's excited about the opportunity to do it for Ladyburg mm-hmm. that peggy's like what like if you're gonna go one-way ticket well, if it's, if it's safe enough for humans in France, it's got to be safe <laughs> for dogs in America. And really see
2: how upset Peggy is, too. Like, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, after she... I mean, she accidentally calls Buck, obviously, <laughs> but she means to call her mom in Montana Ask if she could stay with her for a couple of weeks. Like yeah. that like is that's serious. That's like,
1: divorce
0: talk. Yeah, <laughs> and
2: I uh, caught hey you like, phone
1: bug.
0: But before that, I do want to mention. I don't want this to go unnoticed that Peggy was planning to use her air miles.
6: Can I have your frequent flyer number? But I need those miles to get to my great aunt's funeral next year. <laughs> <laughs> next year.
0: <laughs> that's planning ahead. That is planning mm-hmm. ahead. Um. Also, like. There ain't no airline company that's gonna take live cargo on points. Like yeah. you ain't getting a dog <laughs> on a plane. This ancient on dog
4: points.
1: in heat. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, like you mentioned, uh, Nathan, there there is uh, another pregnant pause in that uh, clip of Peggy Colin Buck.
6: Mom, can I stay with you for a few? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Strickland.
0: <laughs> and then right after that scene, we check into where Ladybird actually is. And she's riding shotgun with Dale Gribble, Bounty Hunter. Let's get one thing straight, Ladybird.
5: You work for me. <laughs>
1: As like we've talked about in the animation like department before that, like, Pets, animals, don't show emotion. Lady Bird is always just so deadpan, just sitting there. like and her never...
2: eyes don't have lights. No, she's just no. like,
1: she got those basset hound eyes, like Boom Boomhauer. <laughs> so Hank's out there, freaking out that Lady Bird is missing. And Peggy comes storming out of the house with one <laughs> of Hank's golf clubs to tee off on his beloved lawnmower. When they... Oh,
0: you're still here. <laughs> I'd be real passive-aggressive to do that and spit in your coffee every morning for a week. Yeah, so obviously uh, Peggy is fucking furious, but I like that they come together because Lady Bird is missing, so they can kind of ignore everything, and like, step one, we got to find this dog, mm-hmm. and uh, they do some sleuthing of their own.
1: Yep. They find a note that was uh, stuffed into
6: the cage of, uh, of Lady Bird's pen. Receipt from Dale Gribble, bounty hunter. Borrowed one dog, purpose, nab fugitive at 27 Whistler Terrace. Signed, Dale Gribble, bounty hunter. Damn it, Dale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And uh, just one small flub there uh, between animation and voice acting. Uh, Hank says nab criminal when on the receipt it says collar criminal. Hmm. Small thing, but worth mentioning. Yeah, it's
2: definitely a general question. Like, do any of you know, like, when a dog's in heat, like, how long does that heat
0: Three last? weeks, I think.
2: Oh, okay.
1: That's a while. My cat went into heat once. Wow. <laughs> oh, before I got her spade and she was unbearable to be around. <laughs> Dude, Dude is exactly what it was. Like, the South Park episode, like, cat orgy. <laughs> oh, seriously, like, this is what I was living. Believe it or not, folks... Chief Spins was renting a basement suite with the tip of the spear.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was the greatest time of my life. It was the worst of times. It was the best of yeah. times.
1: So, like, she went into heat, and, like, because, like, I was like, I was supposed to get her spade, and I just hadn't done it yet, and then she went into heat. And it was just like the Cat Orgy South Park episode, where I'd be like, all right, just like, watch your TV. And she'd be like, all right.
0: What does this have to do with the tip of the spear? <laughs> what well,
1: was this the fact that we were living together?
0: Uh, and I okay, was that's like, and, and, he w- <laughs>
1: and he was like, he was like chewing me out. He was like, dude, do something with your cat. Because we're trying to sleep. This is like two in the morning. She's like, I don't know. So I put her in her crate and locked her in the bathroom. It was the only thing I could come up with to do. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God. And like, she was just, oh, she was unbearable to be around. I mean, She's unpleasant the best of times. Sometimes but <laughs> <laughs> it sucked. Like I went to the vet like the day after. <laughs> I
0: Take like, this back. I can I return this? <laughs> which
1: is all weird. Like trying to watch TV and she's like rolling around on her back on the carpet like in front of me and just like go away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's
0: like, I'm know. not interested. <laughs> it's like, I
1: don't know what you're insinuating here.
0: <laughs> but uh, fuck, that's good. So the uh, the next <laughs> scene we get to see Dale pulling up to. Jay Hellstrom's house. 27 Whistler Terrace. Yeah. And he's immediately surrounded by the hounds until he rolls down the passenger window and begins to flap. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Rear end. Yeah. All the dogs instantly change their tone and their yeah. demeanor. <laughs> and was like, Ooh, all right. Yeah,
0: And then so they just uh, they crowd around the passenger side door where Dale now has the opportunity to psych himself up. About two
5: days and four hours ago, you were an untrained, untested no hat. Now, look at ya. <laughs>
0: Two days and four hours again. Yeah. I like that he calls himself an untested know how.
1: <laughs> I kind of think that this might have been the first oh, yeah, we've seen in the series so far, because I can't think of one before that, but.
0: That's actually a really yeah, good. I point. may be wrong. I don't if we've seen it yet. Yeah, you? I don't know.
1: As it progresses, like as we talked about in the last episode, about Wingo, like Dale like gets yeah. these catchphrases that he mm-hmm. like kind of.
2: In the later seasons, he says Wingo and Cha 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 like too much.
1: Yeah, but now it's like, all right. It's quite it's, funny. Yeah, it's hilarious.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, this was probably the most natural Cha Cha
2: that anybody could
0: have come up with. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, Dale kicks down this guy's door, and he's just like, Freeze, bounty hunter. And like he's not there, and he goes through like several rooms in the house. I but do before
0: I, he does. Are those parking those tickets? Those are
2: parking tickets okay.
3: littered yeah.
0: across the floor. <laughs> <laughs> it is a sea that. of parking oh, there's tickets. Just like, oh, I didn't notice There's like 27 <laughs> parking tickets just all over the floor. At first I was like, is that just garbage? And then I looked and they were all like, you know, it looks long like, and like It looks like on The Sims when you like don't pay your bills and they turn yellow. <laughs> yes, Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, it was hilarious. And it was such a poorly and sad decorated place. Like, Well, I think we <laughs> see
2: like what Dale would be without Nancy. True. Like, would That'd be Dale. Be right. He's watching. Well, yeah,
0: right s- down to Sanford and Son <laughs> yeah. on yeah. the team. Like he goes oh, to the room
2: and like Sanford and Son's playing. It's like kind of scary actually because like he's not Even in the room. Yeah, Yeah,
0: and, like... Well, he has to slow down and stop and
2: watch it for a second. Yeah, he watches
0: it, and then he, like, shakes his head out of it, and he turns it off. Yeah. Uh, And then then he busts into the final room. (laughs) Freeze! (laughs) Get! They both drop their guns (laughs) and put their hands up. (laughs) And that's the standoff that they have.
2: And I think this is why, like, you guys were talking about in the last episode, like... uh, With, like, Peggy... Or, uh, Nancy cheating on Dale... Like, oh, like, things are for the best. Like, let's just keep them where they are because this is Dale. If like, that comes to light. Nancy. Usually, and right. like, It's such an appropriate time to have this really episode. Is that really a better situation than him just happily living with his unfaithful wife? <laughs> like, and not technically his son? Yeah, yeah exactly. I think
0: I think the life that he's got now is so much like, more superior. The life superior. he has <laughs> now
2: is much better than the one <laughs> where he finds out Nancy's cheating and he leaves her.
0: You're not wrong. But, like, again, I guess it also goes for, like, I guess my question isn't, like, it's about Dale. It's about Nancy. Because it's, like, she's not, like, like, I don't know. I would understand it if it was, like, oh, well, why is she in this relationship? Because, you know, that's her son's husband or son's father. But it's not. So it's, like, it's, like, he's not the breadwinner. He's not the father of her child. Like he's just—that's
1: the thing that gets me. It's like realistically, she should just be like cut ties with Dale when she became pregnant. Like yeah, like end it there and be like obviously there's something she does not see in John Redcord that she sees in Dale. It's the only assumption that I can make. Like
2: he's a reliable father. And like, but he's
1: not a reliable human
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we do see we do see instances where he's a good father and but like but yeah, and I guess we don't really yes, know red corn that much because when
1: he's floating around ten bucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey man, that's a lot of lawns. Mm-hmm. I mean, if she has Dale, she doesn't have to pay for a babysitter and a it's true anima- Seuss. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, you know, Nancy likes to have her cake in. And...
0: Eat it too.
2: <laughs> anyway, this ain't about Nancy. But yeah, that, that's a little bit of a side. Show. I don't even think Nancy's in this episode.
0: No, at all. She ain't.
2: Um, neither
0: is John Redcorn.
2: Um, so yes, yeah, so he, he eventually does find uh, um, Jimmy. The bounty. Jimmy. Yeah. Jimmy helps. <laughs> and uh, he's just as strange as Dale. Looks yeah. a lot like Dale. Wears a what's a hat? Black and Black Decker. Decker?
0: And yeah. <laughs> nice got hat. He's like
2: the same like skinny guy but with a gut look.
0: Yeah, he is uh, like alternate universe Dale. I yeah. want to imagine that he got that hat with like a weed whacker or something. <laughs> like...
1: Oh, totally. That's like the Christmas box that Black and Decker gives out with their fucking leaf blowers. <laughs> yeah. The least intimidating person in Ireland meets the second least intimidating person in Ireland,
0: which is which you'll never know. Yeah.
1: But while that's going on, Hank and Peg here race to find Ladybird.
0: So they're driving to the Perps house now. And Peggy. I'm
4: an old dog the <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Sorry, I've been watching some dog. Uh, but Peggy lets Hank really hear it about like everything that's been on her mind all episode for the past 14 years of her life. And uh and I like Hank's reaction to this scene quite a lot, actually. Like I expected more, like, floundering for, on Hank's part because, like, this is hard things for Hank to talk about. But, you know, they're in the safety of his truck, so <laughs> he's feeling at home. And But he says, like, you know, like, oh, I guess first they, they actually see Lady Bird in the in the van.
6: She's going to dehydrate in there. Between this sun and the incredible airtight construction of an American-made truck, I'd say she's got about five minutes. I'm going in.
0: Are you Loco? <laughs>
6: Are you Loco? <laughs> this part
1: actually kind of made me mad. It's like, Dale, okay, at first you're just being like, dumbass, Dale. But it's like, no, Hank's right. Lady Rudy is going to perish in a oh, matter totally. of minutes in that Texas sun, in that well-manufactured North American vehicle.
0: <laughs> the seal on that truck. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, that is true. But I do, and then Peggy goes on to, like, really
6: let him have it. I bet if I were stuck in a truck, you would leave me there. Peggy, how would you ever get stuck in a truck? I don't know. The handle could break off. The,
0: that's not the point.
6: <laughs> Hank takes that the is logical the point. approach.
0: <laughs> I like it, though. That is the That really is the point. Is like Hank is just like, you can put a thermometer in your own goddamn air. Like, you can do all these things for yourself. Like, And then, like, Peggy really wants him to, like, wanted him to look into all these... Alternative
2: solutions to having children, but he wasn't even willing to wear boxer shorts. Like, I mean, Peggy is kind of she has some. She she does
0: have a some some foundation to put yeah her point on. She has a point, but like at the same time, I do understand that Hank's just like, well, where is the romance? Like, yeah, um, like Hank
1: does make sense when he says that. I like it. Like,
0: I like for what I expect. I was on Peggy's side. I was like, wow, like Hank really is. But it is but it is it is a dog. Mm-hmm. It is a dog. Like and like it doesn't matter. Like With
6: Ladybird it doesn't matter. She's only a dog. She's not my wife. You're my wife.
0: Well,
5: I know. It's just Well, sometimes a woman needs to hear it.
0: And yeah, she's right there mm-hmm. in that like Hank isn't good at expressing his feelings and emotions.
1: They are not. We ended the last episode. Remember how they're like mm. Peggy, uh, and yep. they just they answer each other's questions without ever actually really answering anything. So, like, exactly. they eventually get back to being on their own wavelength. But, like, Hank is so stubborn and Peggy it just refuses to say what's on her mind as, That's you true know. Too.
0: And so she would take Hank's refusal of support in, like, the boxer shorts or the uh, sexual exercises. She takes that as, like, a lack of love and a lack of affection or a lack of caring where she just needed, I mean, at least at that time, some, you know, uh, affection or validation where, like, she needed to be felt supported when she didn't feel supported at all. And that's true, but I also kind of, I'm kind of with Hank on this in that, like, Hank needed the perspective of going through it with a dog to actually realize the difference between the two because they are not opposite sides of the same coin. Like, there's, like, one's a nickel and
2: one's a quarter. Like, they're just different.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: So this is, like, kind of where, for the first time, Hank, or at least, like, in, in the series, we see that, like, Hank and Peggy, like, kind of want to have another kid.
1: Because mm-hmm, Hank, 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 like, asks her, like, kind of like an open-ended question. He's like, you don't want to have a, another kid, do you? And she's like...
0: Well, yeah. Hank's like, that's why I wanted a dog, is because I wanted to yeah. relax my And then my Peggy uretra. gets a really
2: good line where she's like, I don't know what those men told you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but
1: <laughs> but it, it's just strange, like how like, how like far apart they are in this episode, and like somehow they both are thinking about having yeah. a kid. Like it doesn't.
0: Well, and I there's... mean, to be fair, Hank kind of thinking he wants another kid. Peggy, all she says is that she'd rather another kid than another dog. Right. Which Hank kind of brought them both. Up. I guess Peggy kind of yeah, Peggy brought up the dog getting yeah. spayed, and it...
2: this does become a theme in like future episodes where they're, they they kind of thinking about having another. La, kid. La, la, la. <laughs> um,
1: well, this like uh, sorry about that. It, okay. for me it reminded me of something like Peggy really like wanted to tell Hank she wants to have another baby, but like this whole thing was kind of like a deflection, wanting Han- like a runaround way of Hank to figure out for himself yeah, that she wants that, but.
0: For well, my my perspective, I, I thought the whole episode was Hank was completely unaware of Peg's feelings until like this car ride basically, and then he just kind of pulled a fast one on that excuse about Ladybird, like well, not an excuse, but it, it wasn't like intentionally what he was doing. He he wasn't getting Ladybird pregnant pregnant so a puppy would come out so they could get pregnant. Like I don't think that was his overarching plan but I think it just kind of worked out in the moment where he needed to save the situation and used the flashback of Lady Bird relaxing him uh, when she was a puppy to having a new puppy relax him now. For That's true, now. but we've I also... I thought it was a quick save. We've also gone two seasons of, like, disappointment and then a near-death experience where... Disappointment from Bobby, yeah, I should I'd say. And, yeah. like, and, like, we could... I, couldn't, I can see where Hank lands on, like... Well, I want another kid. Like, mm. <laughs> let's try again. Yeah. I can see it. <laughs> the first one broke. <laughs> yeah, the first one's Bobby. The <laughs> uh, first one ain't right. First yeah. exactly right. And it's funny because uh, we also, during this flashback...
2: Nathan, you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> did you like my meatloaf bit last week? Yeah, I did. I noticed them too. did didn't get the 203. Uh, this choice. is... I texted... And I did get it. I know.
0: I texted you and I wanted... This is why I texted you and said, I want you to be here for this. <laughs> Well, okay, anyways. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get your joke, Denim. That's okay. But uh... If it didn't hit, it didn't hit. <laughs> we get this
1: very uh, funny flashback. A lot of flashbacks oh, in this episode where we see... Uh...
0: This is like my... I love Bill in this episode. This <laughs> oh is my God. fucking favorite part. I do want to say that it's funny that we can see why Bill knows this story so well in this flashback. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Bill
1: has never looked more pathetic with that comb-over <laughs> he I was caught. gonna say, was
2: like... Bill's Bill still with Lenore at this point? Like, you think he'd be a little bit more respectable but like...
1: A little less of a fucking pervert.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and, like, with more hair, he's even weirder. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he still looks super sad, but he's watching them through like, the window Hank as they hanky-panky.
2: no less. He just, like, closed the blinds. He's he doesn't even angry. tell them off like, or anything. He's yeah, like, it's like, okay, It's Bill. just like, oh, Bill's
0: back again. Yeah. Like, it was close. The blinds. <laughs> and uh, pretty much this whole final scene is a nice back and forth between what's going on in the truck
2: and, they'd and be what's their... going on in. Oh, sorry. sorry. They'd be in their 20s at that point. Like, not Hank quite. Hank and Peggy and Bill.
0: Late, 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 late 20s? Yeah. You know, so they... it's
2: like. Yeah, I yeah. guess they would be. They'd um, be like 26,
3: 27. <gasps> That's how old you guys are. Well,
0: no, because Hank's like. In his 40s I believe
1: he's believed To be 40 When the series starts 40 period I believe so Uh, But Yeah Can you imagine Those old dudes Over here (laughs) 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 But um, after the The old flashback scene Of Peggy and Hank Canoodling with Little baby Ladybird, We get another Quick shot of Dale And uh, Jimmy Halstrom And they're like (laughs) kinda like becoming like acquaintances. (laughs) It's
5: like the funniest shit when he's like Easy Easy
3: I'm cool man.
0: (laughs) Pause. (laughs) (laughs) Easy
5: (laughs) easy.
1: When Jimmy Jimmy asks him if his arms are tired and he's like Yes. Very
3: Why are your arms shaking, Mister Bounty Hunter? If that is your real name, getting
5: tired? Yes, very tired. <laughs> nice hat. Back at you. <laughs> <laughs> We're back
1: in Hank's truck, and all of a sudden, since like Peggy and Hank have come to terms and they're on the same team now, Peggy has this fire under her ass. She's like, "Oh my God, that's Ladybird. That's my dog," and she. Pushes Hank out of the way, takes over the driver's seat, mm-hmm. and fucking hammers the truck into Jimmy's yard, right beside the bugabago, to uh to to usher the dogs out of the way, so Hank can open the door, and rescue Ladybird. Which he does, and it's funny, like how he's just like, "That's right, give me your paw." It's everything's fine, and there's just this, like rat, like, like oh. I thought, I thought
0: it was really cool. That was so funny. <laughs> I thought it was really cool, like just like how they set up the parking by each other and like opening the doors to be barriers.
2: I thought that was just really cool. It did annoy me, like with Peggy, though, like because she's like doesn't give a shit, and like has to have this fight, and then all of a sudden the fight's over. She's like, "Oh, Mama's coming." Yeah, if yeah. you notice, like Hank does all the work; she just drives. Like obviously, the big risk is like opening the door. <laughs> totally. Well,
0: nine <laughs> out of ten they go for the crotch, and I see ten dogs out there.
2: <laughs> yeah, but, but
0: you're right. When that dog jumps
2: out the window and
0: scares Hank, He's it's like, like, oh. priceless. <laughs> it's and Peggy makes sure they put on their seatbelts. Now oh, they're all safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, pretty much the whole day is saved. And uh, we go back to Bill and Bobby out in the alley again. Yeah,
2: so we're back at the alley, and Bobby finally gets back from uh, the special store.
0: Pedaled for four miles, (laughs) this kid did, to find out if he was adopted. Uh, (laughs) To spend $26.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) To feed Bill some hormone. I don't know how
2: long a mile is. Is that like... It's like 1.8 kilometers or something. Oh, that's not that far then. Yeah, it's not super far. That's not that far. For Bobby? Hey, for Bobby in, in the cool, Texas man. heat, it's yeah, far. Okay. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, like, Bill's like, only eight? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yeah, he's disappointed. And then, um, so, yeah, Bill, or, Bill's like, yeah, go ask your question. And then Bobby's like, am I adopted? And then he's like, no. No. And that's pretty much <laughs> it. <sighs> Mr. Dotreve,
0: mm-hmm. am I adopted? No.
5: Now, I'll tell you your middle name if you get me a glass of milk.
0: Okay. I love how game Bobby is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, he just learned he wasn't adopted. That's yeah. great.
1: <laughs> Everybody knows the best, you know, a company with dog biscuits is milk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it does open, keep like the conspiracy theory theory open.
0: It does, because maybe so, Bill's hiding it because he knows and
2: he's protecting Bobby. Maybe Bill knows that he's the real father. Mm-hmm. And like by saying you're not adopted, it's like. Well...
0: You're not. I, you're my biological yeah, son. But, I mean... And your middle I, name is...
2: Doter. I think I've said <laughs> <know> that before. <word. laughs>
0: but I like this, uh, Hank's beat, and he's just laying on the couch after a long... This has been a long week for him. Mm-hmm. I love... I love this, like, this... I guess it's just like a, like a callback... Of Peggy dropping a full size ladybird on him. And I'd Shit. like to remind everybody the average life expectancy of a bloodhound is ten to twelve years and Peggy throws a thirteen year old dog <laughs> at Hank. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, it ends cute. Yeah, they, it ends cute. They, they they canoodle and they roll and they fall onto the floor and there's no there's no the throes of activity. <laughs> there's no bill at the window. This yeah, I time. Hope Bobby yeah, Really there. strange. Mm-hmm. But, um, uh, but yeah, we get credits rolling And then uh, More we,
3: SpaghettiOs
0: <laughs> We come back to Dale And his What his, I believe should be his future best friend
1: his, Yeah, his new best friend is what I gathered from
0: that Watching some of his favorite sitcoms This one, I believe is uh, What's Happened Must be a rerun All right. And that brings us to the end of the episode. And with the end of the episode, it brings us to our final thoughts. So, as is tradition in the clubhouse, Nathan, would you like to go first?
3: Um,
2: yeah, uh, I really like this episode. Um, all in all, I guess if you compare it to, like... Maybe like an album you really like. Like, if season three was like an album, it'd be like a really good album. Which album? I don't know, but like. Destroyer. Every song is good, but like this one wouldn't stand out for me. To me, it's like middle. This of the is pack. like this is like the slower one on to track me it's four. It's like middle of the pack for season mm-hmm. three, but it's still. This cool. is great expectations. But that also means like very good. Yeah, totally. Do you know what I mean?
0: It, as a whole, and like the quality is up there, but just like when you start to nitpick on yeah, such like, high quality, yeah, no It's clearly.
2: Um, I think like, I'll agree. I do get a little tired of the whole like pregnant story. I don't know. It's kind of weird. I guess. I'll agree with Uh, you. There's a lot of funny parts, and it, like, does develop the episode, but it certainly wouldn't be my favorite, but, like, if I were to, like, put it up with, like, season eight or something, it'd be, like, fucking miles ahead. So, I do really like it.
0: I agree. I think that, like, I think so far what I've gathered from these four episodes we've watched is that they aren't, like, the comedic like center of the show but they certainly have all the heart that and i've said it in the last few episodes but i do think this episode just like builds on that like that whole theme that like it's pushing the emotional center of the show forward which is which does seem a little different for an animated show and i mean this the episodes like this set king of the hill apart from other animated
2: shows i believe if you compare it to, um, like, The Simpsons, I think, like, if you look at The Simpsons, like, The Simpsons in, at this era were really coming away from, like, emotional stories yeah. and just being, like, gays, and that's why I personally think they've got, they got a lot worse. A lot yeah. Lot other people think that, too, <laughs> and, like, it's nice to see, like, they're still sticking to, like, that, they still have, like, that emotional core to them. True. And Very True. Right.
0: And yeah, and, and I think that that emotional core in King of the Hill more than any other show, uh, animated show, I think is is, is really why I'm here. It's really why I'm interested in this show. It's because, like, it, it's a hilarious show, but we get the comedy from knowing the characters so well. And it's episodes like this that build on understanding these characters. Yeah. I feel like, kind of like Nathan, where this one... Feels softer than the rest of season three that I've seen so far, because like I was very happy with the last two, like extremely happy. First one kind of was just warming me up, uh, but I would put this one at the bottom of the list out of them all so far, uh, mainly because I fully didn't enjoy the A-plot. I loved, and I mean loved, the Dale Bounty Hunter, like that whole part. I wish that was like the main thing. Like if yeah. this show had ever had a spin off, like, yeah, <laughs> that's like it. I would go see Dale, the bounty hunter. It was cool
2: how they like tied them together.
0: Totally, too. right? And then and that's what they have to do. Yeah. But and uh but yeah, like oh. you said, the pregnancy story, I mean like it is nice to get a look into the background of, you know, of Bobby, of Lady Bird, of like kind of their marriage. Uh, that's all really good, but it but you're right, Denim, it adds more to the heart than it does the the comedy. Um and uh I'm here for the jokes. <laughs> but uh no, in all seriousness, it it was a great, well put together episode and uh I, I really enjoyed it. So I will give it eight hormone biscuits <laughs> and a four hour training course at the Econo Suites.
1: That's not bad. Now I'm like pretty familiar with season three in the in the series as a whole, and I know that the beginning of season three these episodes are all like what I would refer to as utility episodes. We had um you know, Bobby Love setting up the narrative for, for Bobby and Connie uh, moving forward. And the the one before this, uh, Peggy's Headache, you know, it's ironing out the the what-ifs, the unknowns about John Raycourt and Nancy and who knows and, you know, how the how the cast is going to, you know, progress forward in the series with, with that whole thing. And this one, too, it's like, I know what the next episode is. And this episode was clearly just setting up another narrative that's going to be a big part of King of the Hill for season three and even moving forward then some. So it wasn't... That great uh, It didn't stand out to me Whatsoever I mean it was funny Not Dale... even the Dale bit No I mean like Dale and the Bounty Hunter Is good But it just felt like That was just for us <laughs> Like here's some ha ha's As like We're gonna just grow The, s- the storyline And get ready for the next episode What's coming on Season 3 But as Nathan mentioned He's not wrong Like it's still a great episode um, You know Compared to other seasons Other episodes it's still a very good one Very King of the Hill And uh, that's all I've got to say About that
0: all right, guys, thank you for uh, for everything uh, today. Um, I guess we will adjourn this meeting with a final round table
6: with, with
3: Matanya! I love my doll. Sometimes life is just this simple Sometimes life is really just this simple I love my dog I love my dog, he's my dog If my dog don't love you, that's okay I don't want him to, he's my dog Love my dog, he's my dog. If you don't love my dog, that's okay. I don't want you to eat my dog. Sometimes it's just this simple. Sometimes life is just this simple. Sometimes life is really just this
0: simple. Wanna hear more? Dog. Order the straight arrow? Join the conversation on Twitter at OotsacothPod or follow us on Instagram at or look for us on Facebook at Order of the Straight Arrow: The King of the Hill Podcast. Please share this podcast with your friends, and feel free to contact us by email at, at gmail.com. Please, no hate mail. Yeehaw!
5: Hey, what you crying for, boy? It's a good show. This is a damn good show.
0: The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are our own and in no way reflect the views and opinions of Mike Judge, Greg Daniels, or Fox Studios. The external audio used in this podcast is not owned by the Order of the Straight Arrow or its affiliates and is presented in good faith to its copyright owners. Please don't sue us.